Good morning. I was going to say, good morning, America. (laughs) (laughs) Try and keep up. I'm hyper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, what are we talking about? Tell us, Vince. Uh, We are talking about uh, church and restoration of the church. Yes. Uh, our series is restoration. The topic this week is church. So we are excited. Hey, take an impartation of the energy. We are. We're yeah. doing it through, through <laughs> all, the internet. All yours. <laughs> just go listen to yourself on two times the speed. And apparently that just gives you all the energy. That you does need. it. <laughs> you get a double portion of yourself. <laughs> Which is the perfect segue to tell you. <laughs> Um, so this morning when I was asking God, I'm like, where, where are we going with this? Like, we want to do a deep dive on these unedited chats. And, um, and so I'm like, we've got to start at an appropriate depth here. And like, God, I, I understand, I have understanding of what it is that you're doing in restoration, but give me some like, grit something to hold on to here and so he was like i want you to go find your teaching from whenever and and listen to it and if you listen i hate listening to myself (laughs) it's just i I don't know it's like embarrassing to me for whatever reason and um even if nobody else is around i just don't like (laughs) yeah i I didn't have enough time to listen to it on regular speed so i had to listen to it on um two times the speed and so you know it was like speed for me. And, um, <laughs> but <laughs> what I knew immediately that, you know, what, what it was that I was highlighting was a dream that I had had back in the fall. And in, in the dream, I was playing volleyball and, um, this is a very familiar sport to me. I, I played all growing up and then I coached, um, the, the sport and, and so I, I know the techniques inside and out, and you have to when you're a coach because you have to be nitpicky about everything. But I was being coached by God in, in my dream how to jump higher and to hit with more power and, um, and, and woke up knowing exactly what it was that he was after. And, and so we have been in this, um, this retraining season for a few months now where God is just really highlighting, like, I am retraining you. And, and I think that that's just going to continue to ramp up as 2023 unfolds. And, um, but what he was really wanting me to pay attention to was that um, we tend to, like when we are at the beginning of a new year, we have new on our mind and we're like looking for the shiny and the new, and we're looking for things to be unearthed and, and we, we want that discovery, but that's not what he's doing right now. He is, he's taking things that are familiar to us to bring about better form in that, better strength in that. And, and so that was really telling for me to have him use something that I had already taught on, something that was familiar to me, to, to really begin to help me understand this is what he's doing. Like he's not, he's not going to lay something new and shiny before us. He is shining something familiar up. He's bringing their mm. form to, mm-hmm. to what we already have access to, to mm-hmm. things that are already so familiar to us, which mm-hmm. is fun for me because although it is retraining for me is more difficult 
because I tend to be a little bit stubborn. I, I already know how to do the thing. And so it's it's hard for me to shift in the familiar to, to move slightly in a, a different direction and, and allow God to be able to tweak the things. And, and like I was telling you guys, Benson Pepper, uh, before we got started here, it's like, um, it takes very little for, um, for, to lose form in, in really anything that you do, but especially in sports, it's easy to lose form, to get off track. They call it, you know, a, a slump in, in sports. And um, all it takes is a few times, a, a few reps of doing it wrong. And, and suddenly you are miles away from doing it right. And, and I, I feel like that's, you know, where we have gotten ourselves as the, as the body, as the ecclesia. And, um, and God is just wanting to bring new form to that. He is wanting to retrain us. And, and, and there's some intimacy in that also that we need to, to really regard that he is wanting to retrain us, not just, you know, retrain, let's retrain each other kind of thing. He is wanting to step in and bring about the retraining. And I know Vince, that you had some things along those same lines. So jump in. Yeah. So, um, when starting to consider this and, and one of the things we'll be, uh, going back to throughout the entire year is this, this word that was released, uh, that we released, uh, I don't remember a couple of months ago, I guess now, um, but we're, we're going to keep going back to that because there is uh, relevance to each of these topics, uh, because all the topics that we're going to be talking about are pulled from this because of of the themes that we're that, that God's going after and that we're wanting to press into. And, and right at the beginning of this. Um, it, it talks about identity, it says into the wardrobe, grab your apparel and move through quickly. Never mind the clutter and chaos of the unkept closet. I've packed up boxes. God has packed up boxes from last season, and he's returning them to the sender. These are boxes of mixture, deception, and other possessions mm. that will not serve mm. you where we're going. Sleeping agents that have been kept that have kept my bride in a stupor. Identity is of utmost importance. Uh, not in appearance, but in character. So mm. going deep like what you're talking about earlier. Uh, these garments in your hands are to be consumed. They fit on the inside to shine through with brilliance. So eat up. Love that. And, um, and, and thinking about that and thinking about the uh, identity of the church, the, the body of Christ and how we've gotten to a, a point of, of needing, um, uh, needing to be restored um, it, it's, it's a, a familiar journey that, um, that has, has been walked through in many, many different forms, but has the same progression each time. And, uh, one of the things he was showing me was, um, is, is how this progression works. But before I get there, one of the things that, um, he, he's highlighting to me, uh, God was highlighting to me in this to be able to look at what it is that he's doing, make sure that we uh, keep our gaze fixed on him and, and do what it is he's doing. Because if we don't, we get to this point, we get our eyes off of him. We start to look at other things. We start to chase after uh, the wrong things, trying to do things in our own strength. And, and we get to this point where we aren't, um, 
aren't on path with what it is that he's wanting us to do and, um, and where he's taking us. Another part of this is I'm raising up a misfit militia. Each will be trained by my hand in ongoing intimacy. And, and this is a place we have to get to. And we keep talking about this over and over again, that intimacy that you need to be pushing into, uh, that oneness, that union that you share with him. It says, continue to govern the fire, continue to steward well each flame. I know you grow tired and even weary, but you must keep pushing. Simply continue to narrate what I show you. I am meeting with each when least expected. In the moment, out of the moment, it matters little. What happens individually will translate corporately and is lasting. The embers of intimacy will be seen soaring through. And and later on, you know, we we read this the other day. It says, hold the line of conviction, break the back of tolerance, and continue to echo no compromise. And and later down, it says, keep my pers- keep perspective of me, who I am, qualify me with every step, remember my majestic ways. Recognize my moods and mannerisms. Memorize my facial expressions. We're not going to be able to do that if we aren't in intimacy. And you can go into John 5, uh, starting in verse 17. And Jesus is is replying to the people who are are just coming at him and throwing accusations. And he says he only does what he sees the Father doing. Right? And that's, that's what we're talking about here. When we look at God... And we see his mannerisms, his expressions, the way he is uh, um, responding to people and not reacting. We, we have to be able to do that. And so getting back to how we got to the point of needing, um, I, I keep losing the word here with the series. Um, restoration. Restoration. Thank you. How we got to the point of needing restoration is, is this progression of of we will tolerate something, we begin to compromise, and we start to affirm that thing. And then there is an acceptance, and finally, an adoption. And so we move from tolerance to compromise to affirming, to acceptance to adoption. And and this progression uh, is is not a, a quick and rapid thing. It's slow, but you can look, by and large, in our culture right now, and, and see it taking place. And, and the wild part is, is it's it's thrown out to say, uh, oh, we, we've gotten here because, you know, Jesus would go hang out with sinners. Well, sure, he did. But there was a transformation of those people on the backside of that. He didn't just stop short at hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the story that that uh, was really shown to me and and pulled out for this was with Zacchaeus. He was uh, someone who was. Um, considered a great sinner because he was in charge of the tax collectors in in Judea and and he uh, got rich through this and and he didn't transform before his encounter with Jesus he wanted to see him really what he did in, in this story and climbing the tree was he just wanted to get a look at Jesus that was it he just wanted to see him but Jesus saw him and said, I'm going to hang out with you today. I'm going to come to your house, have a meal, and, and spend time with you. And Zacchaeus could have said no, but he didn't. He accepted the invitation. And in that encounter, there was a transformation. So he didn't stop short at just hanging out. There was a transformation. And so in this, this tolerance uh, compromise 
uh, affirming acceptance adoption uh, trail there, uh, we get on that with with what we believe are good intentions and wind up just contained. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pepper, do you have thoughts on that? Well, I was thinking about, for one, I really like Vince, the way you broke that down, because I've never really thought about how do you get to the point that you need restoration? Mm -hmm. You know, I've never reflected on that. So that I, I really like the way you broke that down. And I was thinking about something that Emma Stark said once about how risk averse we are. Hmm. And so it's like, I think that even leads us on a trail to needing restoration because it's like, because of our carnal man, all we want to attain is comfortable. Yeah. And so once we feel like we have whatever comfortable is, we just stop there and we don't push and we don't want to feel the tension that's between us and God and us and people. And, and so I really feel like even in all this restoration, if there is a new, you know, it's a new glory because he said we go from glory to glory, right. but we get to that one glory, the last glory. And oh, that's good. I'm comfortable here. And so I don't need another glory because I feel comfortable. And so I think there's a um, element of promotion even in this too, that we might be overlooking, you know, because, um, you know, I don't know much about volleyball, but I would think that what you expect from your high school girls, if you were coaching grade school, you might see the grade schoolers and say, your form is really good. But if you see that same form from the high schoolers, you'd say, this is not good form. Yeah. You know, and so sometimes we we take God pushing us forward as almost an accusation that we didn't do good enough for. And God's saying, I, I, I'm promoting you. You yeah. know, you're done with that level. That level served you then but it's not going to serve you now mm -hmm. and so that's what I was really thinking about as far as even the going deeper yeah. you know um and and a maturity in our form too. yeah yeah and, and I think that I mean that's so true and I'm glad that, that you brought that up because I I it, the same way that you know you could not push you know, a 10 year old, the same way that you could a teenager there mm -hmm. because of the expectation, there is an mm -hmm. expectation. And the same thing goes for, for, for Jesus and Zacchaeus, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. Jesus went into that encounter with expectation. He mm -hmm. had an expectation on Zacchaeus's life mm -hmm. and he rose. Right. And I mm -hmm. think that so often we have such little expectation of one another. Remember, yeah. we are talking about the Ecclesia here and yeah. we have such low level expectation of one another that we don't rightly push. We don't rightly um, drive it, one another into, into the new glory, right? That is the new, that is, that is the, that is the thing that, that we're all wanting to see is, is the new level of glory. And so I think that, yes, there is an element of new that, that we will be surrounded with, but, but what the retraining is in is in the old and, and him wanting to bring better form. And so mm -hmm. I think that we, we are going to need to lean heavily into Holy Spirit to even know how to push 
one another. Because I mean, like God knows full well what I'm capable of right now. I feel like he is driving me and uh, (laughs) you know, like um, he's, he's got that that whip in his hand and he's like, I know what you're capable of. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's pushing. And I feel like I'm at the brink of breaking on a regular basis. Like, I don't know how much more I can handle. And he's like, I do. Let's go. (laughs) And um, yeah. And and I I don't even remember when it was, maybe it was last Wednesday. I, I don't know. I don't remember when it was, but um, I had shared that that God was had had shown me that this picture of Him saddling our minds and and bridling our tongues, and I feel like that's where He's seated right now is on our minds because we have such a low level expectation of our own capacity that that we believe that we can only accomplish so much that we must you know have X amount of hours of rest and and let's just be real here we have actually um brought rest into deity (laughs) (laughs) we are serving rest i am not negating rest i get it we need we need to take that seriously god said to take that seriously but the thing is is like we have entered into rest we are already there we are already seated in a place of rest and so this idea that we need to go searching for rest is obscene and, and it's it's holding us back from accomplishing the things that God has set before us. And so we need to allow him to drive us in the season and to push us to, to prove what it is that we are capable of because we have such low expectation of self yeah. that, that we actually transfer that to one another and, and we don't have any expectation. And this is something that, that Vince and I talk about all the time because we're in a position right now where, where we are having to train employees and volunteers. And there is such a difference in the way that we are, are willing to, um, to, to train, to treat the the two different sectors, if you will, of, um, you know, the sacred and the secular. And um, like, like, there's something about employees that you feel like I can push them. But then when it comes to volunteers, there's like this coddling that takes place. This is the problem with our church culture is it is a coddling mentality brought up by the shepherding movement. We are so heavy on the shepherd mentality and I am not placing blame on, on the pastoral. That's not what I'm doing. Don't misunderstand me. The entirety of the Ecclesia has shifted into a, a pastoral mindset where we have just began to collect people and aren't doing anything with them. And something that Simon Breaker had said months ago was he was, I think he was talking about his own kid. Like his kid was whining about something that happened at school and, and it was a real thing. Like the kid was being bullied or whatever. And Simon was like, not having any compassion on him whatsoever. Not what his kid was wanting anyway. And he, he turned around. I think that, that he was in the car. He turned around and he goes, my job is not to coddle you. My job is to weaponize you. And so we need to take on that same mentality as the church, that our job is to no longer coddle one another, that we are to be weaponizing one another. Like I am doing a disservice to you, Pepper. If I look and see that you are playing low level and I say nothing, you know, that that's not, that's not my job as part of the Ecclesia. My job is to weaponize you, to, to call out what you're capable of and to, to put that expectation as high as I can possibly see and watch you rise. 
The problem is, is that we set the bar so low that there's zero expectation put on anyone. And that's called tolerance and compromise. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's good. Our volunteers better watch out. (laughs) Gosh, I feel they're they're all going to scatter. My husband's in the background and he just said, I quit. (laughs) Uh, You can't quit. That that speaks to our cancel cancel culture, but we won't go there. Oh, uh, this is this is going to be a, a fun conversation on Sunday. I'm I'm looking forward to continuing this. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because honestly, I I feel like we are learning daily what this actually looks like, and so you know it, it's so interesting when you have like a word compiled for the entirety of a year, and you start like really teasing that thing out. It's like discovering, like, oh mm-hmm. gosh, like your intention yeah. on this is so fierce. Yeah. But like he is, he's not going to relent. We are not in a season where we're going to see God relenting, where yeah. where we can push him around by whining. And I think that we've been there. I think that he has allowed it. Like there has been a tolerance even on God's end where he's going like, oh, look, aren't they cute? They sure are trying. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, but we're not there. We're not in that, that place because Mm -hmm. I feel like he is more in a a posture of expectation. And and that's, you know, Jesus entered into every encounter with a lofty expectation over the people that he was going after. And Zacchaeus may have climbed up into a tree to get a better look at Jesus, but he was hidden. He wasn't Mm -hmm. wanting to be seen. Right. Jesus has plans, right? And we can even say the same with the, the woman with the issue of blood. You know, here she is like trying to, to be kind of uh, covert and not be seen. Clearly there's reason for it. She could be, you know, excommunicated. And um, and she goes up and she tries to, to pull power from him because she knows who he is, right? Mm-hmm. But he knows who she is. And so there, there's expectation that he carries into every scenario. And so my, my, here's the picture that I have is like, he, he wants to come close to us right now with this incredible expectation, with this overpowering, overwhelming expectation. And the big question is, is, are we going to rise as the church? Are we going to rise? It's intimidating. And we might not be familiar with who he knows, what he knows of us in this season, but that doesn't matter. He knows. He knows who we are. He knows what we're capable of. And that's what we need to really lean into is his knowledge of who we are, because we have tolerated a lackluster knowledge of ourselves and one another. Yeah. Go Ecclesia. <laughs> yeah. You know, that what you said about low level expectations. And if you look at even how the church has begun to use the word tolerance, the way the world uses it, because scripture teaches us that we're to be violent with the flesh, you know, 
that, you know, and so we can't be violent with each other, you know, um, because we won't be violent with ourselves. You know, we won't speak to our own soul. You know, I, there's days I just have to talk to myself. And if somebody was here, they think she's crazy, but I just say, Pepper, no, you're not doing that. You're not saying that you're not acting that way. You know, I, I, there's so much that I tolerate for myself that right. I have to say, I, I won't tolerate this. And so I think we bought into that, that message from the world that, and it real to me, it's really an excuse to not push. Right. You know, because you can just stop at that level where you say, well, this is just who I am and you have to tolerate. So I can't tell you that you're living a low life that's beneath what God died for you to have because right. You know, you're going to come back with the argument if you're if you have a worldly mindset. Well, this is just who I am. This is who he made me. No, this is what you've tolerated. And you're and that message has seeped into the church that if you don't tolerate people as they are, you don't love them. And so one thing about coaching volleyball or coaching anything, if you're the one in the game, you can't see your own form. So somebody else has to see my form. Right. But we mm. become so offense driven. Yes. That nobody can look at our form. Nobody can tell us about our form. Nobody. We You're can't just judging our... me. You're right. And even myself, I have to admit, I don't rightly know how to do my job with you guys and each other in that way, because we've, like I said, become so offense driven that, you know, what would it be like for you coaching the girls if you said, no, knock it off. And they said, well, how can you judge me? That's your job. It's <laughs> my job to look at your form and tell you where it's off or tell you where it's good. You know, it's not all bad, but right. we have to get over our offenses and being offense driven. And that subtle message from the world that sleep that's you know seeped into the church that you're you have to be a tolerant person right well and, and i think yeah. that, that because tolerance has been so much a part of our culture that we don't even have a we don't have a right picture of self right mm -hmm. like we think mm -hmm. we're doing these great big things and um from another perspective it's like what what are you doing down there playing so low level and i actually have had this conversation you know with someone who's like Angie, why are you playing so low? Like, why, what's your deal? And I'm, I was astonished because in my own perspective, I, I was doing big, brave things, but he was calling me out, which I'm so thankful of because that was actually a, a, a catalyst moment for me to realize like, oh my gosh, I am playing very low level here. And I needed somebody to come in with like that dagger word. <laughs> And there was nothing prophetic about it. You know, we, we think everything is like so super spiritual. And all this was, was somebody with an honest perspective of how I was performing. And, and this is, this has been, I mean, not to, I don't know, sports has been my life, but um, you know, one of the things that I, I would do as a coach is ask the girls, I want you to pick out somebody, Let's go to YouTube, pick out someone that you want to be able to hit like. Someone that, that, you know, this is, this is what I want to ascribe to be. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and then to, to, to like, try to emulate that. Like, how, how are you going to get there? And, and they really thought that they were there. 
They thought they had arrived. And so then it's at that point that you pull out your little camera and you start recording, <laughs> you know, how they're attacking the ball and then do the comparison. And mm-hmm. it's mortifying mm-hmm. to have to really closely examine yourself and realize how far off my form is. Like this, this has no form. I am like barely, this is like bunny hopping off the ground. I have no vertical. I'm tippy toeing this thing and I have no strength whatsoever. And, um, and so it, it's, 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 it's an honest evaluation. And this is something that we are so afraid of is that mm-hmm. honest evaluation from one another. And we do mm-hmm. immediately label it judgment. You're just mm-hmm. judging me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. here's the thing, you know, for, for those who, who are listening and, and you're wondering, you know, what this looks like, this is not your own opinion. Do not validate your own opinion of somebody in your life. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about God knowledge of the person that is in your life. If you want to be someone who is, is, is getting on board with what it is that God is doing, then you have to learn how to partner with the vision of Holy Spirit for that individual. This is not your low-level critique of someone. We are not nitpicking here. We are are Mm -hmm. partnering with the Spirit to drive each other into greatness. All nitpicking and complaining is going to do is hold that person hostage. They're going to... Mm -hmm. You're going to make them feel like all they're doing is sludging through mud on a regular basis. Not what we're talking about. We're talking about high level understanding of one another. That's what the Ecclesia is called to, to have high level understanding of one another and to rightly legislate life. Yes. Can we get that ingrained in our minds that we are called to legislate one another's lives? This mm-hmm. isn't just about legislating government. It's not about world right. power. This is about mm-hmm. ecclesia power. On. It's about kingdom power kingdom. to learn Amen. how to rightly legislate one another. You know, the three of us work closely together and I have to know how you tick. I have to know when, when, when you are, um, are feeling too much pressure and how to alleviate that and when to push, you know, there it's, it's Mm -hmm. intimate knowledge of Mm -hmm. one another and and to be able to rightly push and to call out and to, to build Mm -hmm. up, you know, it's laid out in scripture, what it is we are called to do with one another. And we, gosh, we're doing the opposite. And I love, I'm going to go back up here to the notes. What Vince laid out was, um, you know, it's, it's tolerant, tolerating and then compromise, affirming and adoption. Well, we have the affirming and adoption as part of the kingdom. So this is where I feel like it gets so skewed is because it has a familiarity to, to kingdom life with that affirmation and that spirit of adoption, but it's from the wrong source. When you start off with tolerate, tolerating stuff and compromising, and then you, you tag affirmation and adoption on the end of it. We are, we are people who are um, addicted to affirmation, but all it is, is, is stroking our ego. That's Mm -hmm. it. That affirmation that follows toleration and and compromise is just stroking Mm -hmm. our ego. And we need to get over ourselves. We need to drop the ego game and step into kingdom life to be able to see all that God dream has dreamt up. For us, he has a dream. Like, let's get into the middle of the God dream and see what happens. Yeah. 
That's good. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And and that's, that's right. Friction, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's not comfortable for sure. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna be some uncomfortable moments when we bring these things up and we talk about them. But if we if we uh, allow, just allow it to be uncomfortable and not offensive, right. it's gonna be okay. And it's it's gonna be growth. You're gonna land in that new level of glory. You're gonna stick that landing. Stick the landing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I love that topic. And the thing is is you, you, you don't even know that, that that you need to take off without somebody in your life really pressuring you, you know, really putting that pressure on, creating that friction, bringing the heat. You, you just don't know. You don't know that that you're in a space of compromise. You, you don't realize that, you know, you're, you're at a standstill unless you have somebody going like, what are you doing? I mean, this has been a very real thing for me where Vince was willing to step in and be like, Angie, like you don't belong here. What what are you doing? Like you are playing so low level, and um, you need you need to move. You need to to do something different. And I finally had the guts to 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 do something about it. And on the backside of that, you know, he was like, "Hey, way to stick the landing." And and so we need both. We need the prodding to like get moving. Like you you need to advance. You are you're stuck right now. You're settling for something that is beneath you. And then on the backside of that, we need, we need the voice of affirmation going mm-hmm. like, good job. Well done. You did it. Now let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Now get comfortable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. That's keeping pace right there. Yeah. That is keeping pace. That is keeping pace. And that's something that we need to pay attention to. We need to know what is the pace or the the cadence. I, I think that because it's it's a time of of God um, calling for high praise, the cadence is the perfect word because there is a beat that that we need to be aware of in this season. I love I love you talking about cadence. Uh, it just it takes me back to the army days, and <laughs> there were two types of cadence. A quick time, which is just marching, and a double time, which is running, but both were moving and moving forward. Wow. 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 <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. But we should end this. <laughs> we need to. All right, you guys, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, it, it, it is not too late. Um, we do have Kingdom Indivisible that is starting this morning, and um, it's going to be every Wednesday at 9 a.m. If you want to be a part of that, um, say so in the comments right now, and we'll get you added to the group. Um, it, it, this is not a, a thing where you can just show up and participate, uh, where you can just show up and listen, rather. You need to come prepared armed and dangerous okay <laughs> there's an expectation if you're going to jump into um our, our kingdom indivisible endeavors and um just one little tidbit more is like think round table conversations like we are interested in advancing the kingdom through honest conversations and propelling each other forward so if you want to be a part of that say so in the comments and we'll get you added because we are starting that in 22 minutes All right, guys, until the next time, be blessed.